0: welcome to shelter church we are a holy spirit anchored spirit filled led and directed we believe that god has good plans for your life your family and together for us as a community be spirit filled led and directed this is the day the lord has made and we shall be led and rejoice in it welcome to the house of the lord I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. I greet the angel of the Lord. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the prince of the Lord that is in the house. Thank you for, for, for the comfort and the help of the Holy Spirit to continue to minister unto his people. For it's not by mighty, nor by power, but by the spirit of the, of the Lord. Amen. So we are to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. We are to walk in the spirit. And not in the flesh. So we're gonna begin in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse twenty-one. Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse twenty-one. It says, "God made him who had no sin to be seen for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God." I want you. So it is very important that as we live as Christians, we understand the gift that our Lord Jesus Christ died for and, and the sacrifice that our Father in heaven made through his Son for us to receive this gift called righteousness uh, altogether. So it is a, a gift. It is not attained by works, but it is attained by one receiving it as he believes in Jesus Christ as his Lord and savior so because why if we miss if we miss who we are in christ we may let the enemy define who we are but when we stand strong with without be moved regardless of what is happening in our eternal situation or external situation. That's when we are becoming like Christ. So when we read verse, chapter 5 verse 10, it says, God made him who had no sin to be a sin for us. So God made Jesus Christ who had no sin to be a sin for us. All together. So God made sure that he deals with sin. So the nature that it was that that was corrupting us. The nature that began in the Garden of Eden that was introduced by Adam and Eve. God made his son to be sin, so that we may be sinless. So it is in our understanding of seeking knowledge, I together and seeking wisdom to understand that we are not who. The world tells us we are, but we are what God tells us we are. Our identity is in Christ. Our identity is not in our past tense altogether, even though the past shapes who we are in the future. But even though that we are working, we must not let our thoughts to define our past tense thoughts to define who God is trying to create. Because God is in the purpose. And what is the purpose of God as we are living on this earth. I hope you hear what want to see. The purpose of God is to make sure that you become like Christ. So that when you reach heaven, you, know, you, 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 you start living the, 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 the life that he has prepared you to live. When we, when, when we reach to a point whereby uh, our Lord and Savior will return and will experience what we call new heaven and new earth. So it is in us to understand that as we go through this process of being born again, our spirit may be born again but our flesh must be trained into righteousness. That's, the, that's why the Apostle Paul tells um, Timothy, and says, remember, the word of the Lord is there to do what? Is there to correct you, it is there to teach you, it is there to rebuke you, and it is there to train you into righteousness. So we are trained into righteousness. And how, we, how, do we, how, how, how is the Holy Spirit training us into righteousness? He, train, he trains us into righteousness by making sure that we stay and we abide into the word of the Lord. So you cannot be able to, to abide in righteousness if you don't learn more about the gift that he has given you. So as I'm teaching this, you understand the importance of believing on who you are. Because you must understand something. You are who you are because you believe that you are. you. There's, there's nothing and there's no one who can tell you that you are, not, you are something else. You know that you are, you, 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 you are born for greatness. I But if you doubt that you are born for greatness, what happens to, to you? Even your lifestyle changes. But when you continue to be stubborn, because we must understand something, we must continue to pursue God in our stubbornness the way we pursue our careers. Because some of us, we pursue other things in a stubborn way, but we, don't, we can pursue to win an argument. But we cannot pursue to really understand who is God and to really understand who we are in Him. Because when we understand that God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God, that's when we are not going to be defined by the world. When they try to remind you of your past sinful nature, you are able, through the word of God, to reason with the enemy and say, Hey, I am a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away and the new has come. Even though they may not see see it with their eyes, but you understand you are a man who is working in faith and not by sight. You are the man who is working according to the word of the Lord. You are a man or a woman or you are a youth or you are a child who understands who you are in Christ because you know it is a gift that was given to you by our Father through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is not something that you need to work for. I Why? Because sin was dealt with. Jesus Christ went to the cross so that we are we, we avoid the penalty of sin when we receive Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. But when we reject Him, we cannot receive this grace that has been given unto us. This unmerited grace. Listen to this. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. So this is how you are able to seek and find this righteousness. So here our Lord Jesus Christ first say, he he first he first um um, um, um um he starts by saying uh, but first, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. I want you to understand something there he first by saying what seek first his kingdom before he goes to the righteousness part are you all together ne? first seek first his kingdom, so why do you need to seek his kingdom let, 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 me, let me let me let me put it in a way that you can understand it before you are able to become a doctor, you must first seek first the knowledge of becoming a, a doctor. I want you get before you 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 pursue a certain project, you must first find the information regarding that project so that you can fulfill it according to its maximum potential. I want you get it. so here our Lord Jesus Christ, he he first he, he first he first he first shows us the importance of being able to understand. The, 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 the culture of who we are first. first. Seek first his kingdom. So when you know the kingdom of God, all together, you are able to portray or you are able to, 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 to produce the kingdom of God. But if you don't know how to seek first the kingdom of God, you are going to always be confused of who you are in Christ. I get, but when you seek the kingdom, you get to understand, hey, uh, uh, I cannot behave in a certain way as a child of God. Because it does not align with what God says in the word of God. So how do we seek first the kingdom of God? We seek, the first, the, the, we, we seek first the kingdom of God by applying what? By applying Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Do not let this word depart from your mouth. Meditate it day by day. Nine. So when we, we apply Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, that's when we start to seek the kingdom of God. All right. So the kingdom of God is first, is the priority of you being able to understand who you are in Christ, by you being able to understand the righteousness that God has been given unto you. But if you don't know who we are, what are we going to do? We're going to go into a cycle of sin that is unbreakable. There are things that you cannot control, that's why when we read the, the book of Romans chapter 7, um, Paul encourages us, says, there's this thorn in me that I cannot cast away. I ought to get it. But I've learned that it is through the grace of the Lord that I'm able to overcome every day. And added. So there are other things that we cannot control. So those things that we cannot control, what we do, we must able to do what? Apply first, Peter chapter 5 verse 7. I ought to get Cast all your your worries unto him because he cares for you, so when we go through this process of training of uh, um, of, of, of of being trained into righteousness you're going to understand you you will have weaknesses you will be in a point where you are struggling, but we need to understand that that is not. Uh, That is not the end of the story. That God is still writing the the, 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 the book. And God is still continuing with the chapters of our story into being coming like Christ. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Because some of us, we fall into the temptation of what? Condemnation. Because we don't understand the word of the Lord. The first foundation here of seeking first his kingdom is the word of the Lord. So when we talk about you seeking first his kingdom, we say seek the word of the Lord. Read the word of the Lord, even though you don't understand it. Why? Because the more you read it, the more the Holy Spirit will unveil things that you don't understand. So some of us, we read a a, a verse, we don't understand it, we don't go and make a research about it. But we can make a research about something else. We can make research about gossip, we can make research about the economy, but we cannot make a research about who we are in the kingdom of God. Because when we find who we are in the kingdom of God, no matter what people say, no matter what people say about you, You will remain who you are in Christ because you know that this work is private, even though the blessing is shown in public. Mm. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. To seek His kingdom, you must understand something. Learn how to apply Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Are you all together? Learn to understand Romans chapter 1, verse 8. I hope you hear what I'm saying. That's how the Holy Spirit speaks. So when you understand these two, when you understand that when you understand that that there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. That's where you are able to overcome. Even though the enemy may think that he's winning, you understand also, um, you also you understand, I mean Romans chapter. Romans chapter um, um, 8 verse 1. That, that, that's what I meant to say. Amen? Romans chapter 8 verse 1. So as you continue also with Romans chapter 8, when you go to verse 28, you also understand that he makes all things work together for you. Good. If you continue to seek him. Because some of us, we can, we, 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 when we, we, we have been praying for certain things, and we have not yet overcome them, then, 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 then you, you miss the point that it is through the process that God is making you. All he is the one who can able to turn ashes into beauty. I hope I'm speaking to someone because I know I'm speaking to myself and I know the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. Amen. 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 And, and 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 our Lord Jesus Christ continue to say, and his righteousness. Do you hear that? Amen. And his righteousness. No, so, so he says, seek the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you as well. So he says, hey, the main point here as a child of God, the first thing that you need to do uh, uh, beside you uh, applying the first commandment of loving your, loving your neighbor as you love yourself. The, the, the first thing that I want you to do, I want you to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Learn to live a righteous, righteous life. And, and, and when you're talking about living a righteous life, we are not saying you, you, you are not going to, 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 to fall into temptation. We are, not going, we are not saying that you are going to be perfect in your human nature, but in your spiritual nature, God will you to be perfect. Because the Bible says be perfect for I am perfect. Amen. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. Mm. And all these things will be given to you as well. All these things will be given to you as well. When you do what, when you understand the most important thing, that when I seek His kingdom, before I study my books, I first seek His kingdom. Before I cook, I first seek His kingdom and His righteousness. What, what is God saying to me regarding what I'm trying to pursue? Before I pursue a career, I first, I first seek His kingdom and His righteousness. Is this? This is is, 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 is is this career aligned with what God wants me to be? Mm-hmm. Is is this career aligned up aligned with the purpose that God has for for me? I ought you get so 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 before I start a business, I first seek His kingdom and His righteousness regarding the business. Is the business going to destroy people or is the business going to uplift people? What is the agenda with with, behind this business? Before I write the book, have I first seek the kingdom? What is God saying regarding what I'm starting? Do you see the importance of seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness? I ought to get Psalms, Psalms, Psalms 11 verse 7. Psalms eleven, verse seven. Psalms eleven, verse eleven. For the Lord is righteous; he loves justice, and upright men will see his face. Do you hear that? For the Lord is righteous; he loves justice; upright men will see his face. So, 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 so the Lord. For the Lord, for the Lord is righteousness. Listen to what the Apostle Peter says. The Apostle Peter says, "Be holy, for I am holy." Quoting. From the Old Testament. He reminds us that, hey, be holy for I am holy. He reminds us that God is holy. He does not say him. He says, hey, remember God says what? God says, be holy for I am holy. So when we read Psalms 11 verse it says, for the Lord is righteous. for the Lord is righteous. And he loves justice and upright men will see his face. So when you seek his kingdom and you pursue his righteousness, you will see his face. Because those who seek him, they will find him. Submit unto him and the enemy shall flee away. Submit unto him and the enemy shall flee away. Get closer to him and he will get closer to you. So when we understand the importance of living a righteous life, we understand that we now portray, we now produce the nature of God in this world. And now we are able to erupt the world with the nature of God in Christ. Because it's no longer us who live, but Christ lives within us. Because in him now we begin to, to move, to live and, and, and have our being in him. Emphasis added. So that's what God wants us to be. He wants us to understand that this righteousness is freely given. You don't work for it. You receive it by grace. When you have faith that it is, has it has already been paid for? I ought to get for the Lord is righteousness, and He loves justice. Upright men will see His face. Upright men will see His face. Upright men will see His face, and Who who is an upright man? An upright man is a man who understands that God loves him. Because some of you understand to be an upright man, it means that you are you 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 do everything uh, 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 perfectly. No, 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 no. We we are still in a in process of being trained, we are still learning. There will be a point whereby our our flesh is going to disappoint us. But when we love the Lord, even when we are we, we, we are weak, that's when now we will be able to see his face. Because some of us, when we fall, we run away from God and we run to the world. we are like the Prodigal son. You are like the prodigal son. (sighs) We 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 run to to the world rather than running to Jesus Christ. We we persecute the church rather than persecuting the world. We you you are heading church. For you to learn to suffer because the Bible says uh, for those who pursue righteousness here, that they shall be persecuted. So you must understand that as you pursue righteousness, there's a price to pay. You. So it must not be a surprise when you go through these trials and tribulations, but you must be able to take joy because you know that when you take joy, you're gonna come out strong. That the fire won't burn you because there's a fourth man in the fire. So you must understand something that the upright man is a man who loves God to get less of his imperfection, is a man who is able to be to go be, to, to God and ask forgiveness when he has fallen short from grace. because some of us we are stubborn. That's who I am. You can, that's, that's not who you are. The Bible says we go from glory to glory. We are transformed daily. That's not who you are. You cannot come to Jesus Christ and you still cast you. You cannot come to Jesus Christ and you still uh, and you continue to fornication. You must not be carrying the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit enters you, there must be transformation. You can never seek God and not receive transformation. The devil is a liar. Even when you are being persecuted, even when you are falling, continue to pick up your cross and say, I will not give up. Even though you are having demonic condemnation, continue to pray. Even though there's nothing in their bank account, continue to believe that he's Jehovah child. Even though things are not going your way, continue to believe that he's a way maker. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Philippians chapter 3 verse 9. And be found in him, not having, listen to this, Philippians chapter 3 verse 9. And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want you to, to, to make sure that these scriptures really sink in your spirit. And be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. Be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. What is the law? Law is all about works. So God is saying, be found in him. Make sure that your righteousness is in him. Make sure that your boasting is in him. Make sure that your holiness is in him. Make sure that when you boast about you, you've able to overcome a certain addiction such as pornography. Make sure that the glory goes to him. Make sure that you, uh, you magnify the name that it was not, it, it was not by a mighty nor by power, but it was the spirit of the Lord that was stirring the righteousness of the Lord in my life. Because you must understand something, youth. We are not going to overcome lust and, and, and the spirit of, of, of perversion by us being able to trust on our own works. No therapy can be able to help you to really permanently overcome. Only Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith, shall be able to give us the strength to overcome. So be found in him, not having a righteous, righteousness of, of my own that comes from the law, that which is through faith in Christ. That righteousness that comes from God is by faith. It is by faith when we believe that Jesus Christ paid the price to cleanse us of all sins. So now we live in this life that God has for us that is full of righteousness. The righteousness that was, that, 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 that is not achieved or attained by works. But the righteousness that is through Faith in Christ. I hope you hear what I'm saying. "Their righteousness that is through faith in Christ. When we believe that Jesus Christ paid it all on the cross. So I choose to believe that I am the righteousness of God. So when we declare that we are the righteousness of God. We are not declaring because we have done by our own works. We are declaring because it was by the works of the Lord. That we are who we are. That we are who we are. It was the grace of the Lord that we are able to walk in this righteousness. Because this righteousness is not being given. We cannot work for this righteousness. Oh my God, Holy Spirit, your word is true, your word is alive, and your word is powerful. And your word transforms us. The righteousness that comes from God is by faith. So when we believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, And when you believe that he paid a price for you to leave this world. When you believe that Jesus Christ has already dealt with sin. That it's not sin that is going to take you to hell. But it's only you when you reject Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because sin has been dealt with. It is not sin that is going to take you to hell. It is you rejecting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Why? Because Jesus Christ dealt with sin. Dealt with sin. Because if it is by your sinful nature. That you're gonna go to hell. You, you, you may will go to hell because some of you are gossipers In the name of Jesus Christ, but you must understand something that God is saying. Hey, I pay the price so that you may live this righteousness. The Bible says, if we continue, then we will not see the kingdom of God. Because I know some of you may try to twist my words. The Bible says in the book in the book of Ephesians, if we continue in sin, we will not see the kingdom of God. But if we repent, but if we fight, because some of you must understand the enemy will make you fall so that you return to him. But you must refuse and say, no, this righteousness that that, 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 that God has for me, it has already been paid for. I will continue to seek it until I see the nature of God fully manifest in my life. I will never turn back. I refuse to turn back. Father, in the name of Jesus, because I declare and I decree every yeah, that's listening to me right now. Let the righteousness of God go upon them now from the top of their head unto the sole of their feet in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Listen to this. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned, do you hear that? Fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned, fall short of the glory of God. You must understand when the Bible talks about training in righteousness. You do understand the word training. When you have been trained, there will be a point where you're going to fail. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's why we need Jesus Christ. He is the way maker. Come on, somebody. He is the mediator between man and God. You cannot go through God without going through him. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Come on, Holy Spirit, preach. I love your word. For all have sinned. Oh, Fall short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. So who are you to say that you've attained the standard of your living because of your own works? That your righteousness because of your own works. Even the young, even, even, even the even the young rich ruler, could, even the young rich ruler could not attain the righteousness of God. Because man could not buy him righteousness. Because only Jesus Christ was anointed to pay the price. So you must understand that all have sinned and has, fall, has, has fallen short of the glory of God. So when you understand that, you understand that only Jesus Christ, come on, <laughs> can redeem you. Only Jesus Christ can, is, is, has been made to pay the price for your sin. There's nothing that you can do. There's nothing. Only Jesus Christ was made as the superior currency to pay for the penalty of our sin. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So it is this righteousness that we boast about. We don't boast it on our own works, but in Christ. Listen to this. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to verse 24. You were taught hmm, with regard to your former way of life. I want to just pause there because it's a comma, but I want to pause there. Listen to that. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to 24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life. Former way of your life. Now, listen to this. Put off your old self. Put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. I hold together. I love the word of the Lord. Put off all your self, old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. So, God is saying, hey, there, there is a Deceitful desire that is causing you to not walk in what God wants you to walk. And how do you put off the old self? When you put off the old self, you continue to deny yourself. Even when you are, even when you are you are, you are falling into temptation, even when you are falling into sin, you continue to declare that I am the righteousness of God. I am not what the I am not what my flesh is doing, I am what God is saying I am. Because some of us we are defining ourselves on what our flesh is. Is doing and not what the Word of God says we are. We are defining ourselves on what the demonic force are tormenting us with. We must continue to declare and say, "Hey, you demon! You must understand something. Sin has no longer sin has no dominion over me, but grace abides over my life. Grace abides over my life. To be made new is the attitude of your mind. Come on." Verse 23, to be made new in the attitude of your mind. Pardon. Ne? To be made new in the attitude of your minds. And to put on the new self, created to be like God in the righteousness and holiness. Do you hear that? To be made new in the attitude of your minds. And to be put on the new self, created to be like God in true Righteousness and holiness. So God is saying here, here you must understand something, their power, it is when you are made new in the attitude of your mind. And this is how you are being made in, new in the attitude of your mind. When we teach you that the gift is freely given unto you. That you are the righteousness of God. That you must continue to declare it over your life. You must continue to prophesy it over your life. I don't care if you are struggling with acquitting uh, 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 to smoking hardly. You are struggling, you quitting uh, alcohol. You are struggling from watching pornography. You are struggling from this spiritual, wise spiritual husband. But continue to declare that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. You demon, I know my identity. You have no right to dwell in this body. You have no dominion over this body. Because grace abides. The grace of righteousness abides in me. Abides in me. The grace of righteousness abides in me. The grace of righteousness. Oh, a calamand. To put on the new self. Created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. To be made new in the attitude of your mind. That's verse 23. Verse 24. To put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. And how do we continue to prove this new attitude? By continuing to devour the word of the Lord. By continuing to eat in the word of the Lord. By continuing to pray. By continuing to to, 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 to fast. By continuing to deny ourselves. By continuing to listen to the word of the Lord. As it says to us, we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Jesus has paid the price. The grace Of righteousness, the grace of righteousness. Mm. Listen to this. Listen to this. If we confess our sins, He is faithful. Do you hear that? If we confess our sins, He is faithful. If we confess our sins, He is faithful. Listen to this. First John chapter one, verse nine. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I want you to catch to capture that in your spirit. Will purify us from all unrighteousness, all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just, and He will forgive us. Of our sins and purify us from all our righteousness. Why? Because God understands that you are in the process of being trained into righteousness. You must understand something. The apostle Paul reminds us clearly and say, Hey, when you sin against, when you sin, you sin against your body. You sin against your body because you must understand something. We need the body to be able. Even when you eat unhealthy food, you are sinning against the body. Because we need this body to be able to fulfill God's mandate on this earth. When we forget that we are the temple of the Lord, we sin against God's body. But when we confess our sins, He is faithful. He's faithful, saints. He is faithful. Come on, I hope you're hearing what the Lord is saying. He is faithful. And will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Even the thorns that we are struggling with. Even the sins that we are struggling. If we are willing to say, Lord, I tried by my own. I need your strength. I need your grace. I need your deliverance. He is faithful. Come on, somebody. To show up and cleanse you. He's still the God of miracles. He's still the God who wants to create testimonies upon His children's life. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. He he is a faithful God. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He knows the plans that he has for you, the plan to prosper you and not to harm you. He is a faithful God. He will forgive us our sins. He purifies us from all unrighteousness. He does not remember our sin now. The Bible says he does not punish us according to our sinful nature. The Bible says why because he is a faithful God and he will forgive us of our sins and purify us of our righteousness, of of purify us us from all unrighteousness, purify us from all unrighteousness. First Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Listen to this, first Peter chapter 1, verse 4 through this he has given us his very great and precious promises through this he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires through this he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature he has given us this great and precious promise. So we have this great promise, this great and precious promise that I yes and amen, that I yes and amen through Christ Jesus. So he has given us this great, he, this very great, precious promises that we through them you, you, we may participate in the divine in nature and escape the corruption that the world caused by evil desires so when we understand the importance of receiving these precious promises we are able to escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires so only god can deliver you from those from those evil desires on your own, you can't because it is spiritual things. These are demonic forces that only the kingdom of God can be able to rescue you from when you continue to submit. Because you must understand something. Our Lord Jesus Christ says, take joy. I mean, the Apostle James says, take joy when you face trust and tribulations. Take joy when you face trials and tribulations. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Basil. to together. So, Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Ooh. For the wage of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Therefore, the wage of sin is death. So, 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 you must understand something. You dwelling in sin. You not asking God for mercy. You not confessing your sins. You are actually working in the journey of death. So, the death that we are talking about is a spiritual death whereby you are not going to be able to inherit the kingdom of God. For those who continue in sin will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's why you can be a believer but be spiritual spiritually dead. Because the Bible says, And God said to Adam and Eve, If you surely eat of this fruit, you shall die. But physically they were alive. <coughs> but spiritually they were dead. For the wage of sin is death. So when sin tries to accommodate itself in your life, the aim... And the the purpose and the goal is to destroy you. Why? Because the enemy comes to kill, destroy, and to kill, steal, and destroy. But when we remain in Christ, even though he may persecute us, God works all things together for our good. For he is righteous and he is mighty. Amen? But the gift of God, Romans chapter 6, verse 23. But the gift, you hear that? The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So in Christ, we have this gift of life. Come on. The gift of God is eternal life. So eternal life is a gift. Righteousness is a gift. So righteousness is a vehicle that is going to be able to, to, to help you to enter into this eternal gift that God has for us in Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So the gift of God is eternal life in Christ, Jesus, our Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. I hope you are with me, Bazalon. Here we focus on the word. We chow the word of the Lord. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus. Listen to that. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God that is an our righteous. Do you hear that? Our righteous holiness and redemption. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus. Who has become for us wisdom from God, that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. So it is because of God who has given who has given His only begotten Son that we may be able to be in Christ Jesus, Christ, so that we may be able to, be, to 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 experience the wisdom of God and His righteousness, His holiness, and His redemption. That Jesus Christ laid it all on, on the cross. So when we understand the wisdom that God has for us, this wisdom comes to transform us to be able to become like our king, the Lord of Lord. This, 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 this wisdom helps us to be able to walk in this righteousness that God has for us. This wisdom helps us to be able to walk in this holiness that God has for us so that we may be able to go unto the throne with boldness. The form of grace and mercy. So we may be able to have boldness to enter the Holy of Holies. So that when we see him, we are not going to be ashamed of us. Why? Because we are the righteousness of God in Christ. We have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We know who we are. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. It is because of him that you are in Christ, Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our, our, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. So when you understand holiness, you understand that you are holy not because of your works, but you are holy because you carry the spirit of the Lord. Because as he is, you are. Amen? As he is, you are. You are not who you are because of your own ways. You are not who you are because you are praying too much. No, no, no. You are who you are because as he is, you are. Listen to this. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. For Christ died for us. For Christ died for us. For sins. For Christ died for sins once. Do you hear that? Once for all. I want to pause there. For Christ died for sins once for all. Once for all. There's no... Sin that has been paid by, by our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says he's seated, he seated at the right hand of the Father. He's in the majestic power and the glory of God. He has paid the sins once for all. The righteous for the unrighteous. You hear that? The righteous for the unrighteous. To bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but he made alive by the Spirit. So, eternal gift of life we have in Christ the righteous for the unrighteousness, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. So we are alive in the Spirit, even though the body may be perishing, but we are alive in the Spirit. Even though the body may be weakening us, but we are alive in the Spirit. We are not defined by the works of the flesh, but we are defined by the works of the Spirit to bring you to God. So Jesus Christ died so that you may be be able to have the right to come to God. This is the gospel that you need to hear. For Christ died for sins once for all. Sins, not sin, sins, all sins, any sin that you can think of that you have done, Christ, Jesus Christ died for. If you're going through abortion, Jesus Christ, He's still the forgiving. If you confess, He will forgive you and He will cleanse you and He will start a new life with you because He is a loving Father. He, he is our Father. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Oh, The righteousness for the unrighteousness to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body but made alive by the Spirit. So, our, 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 so it's not about what we are going through but it's what we are declaring with our mouth. It is us understanding who we are in Christ. I want you to hear. I hope you hear me saying. Listen to this, John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I want, you, I want you to read this again. Listen to this. For God so loved the world. Do you hear that? God so loved the, the world. So God loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So when we continue to believe that we are. Listen to this. Come on. Son. Grace. Grace. Of righteousness, the grace of righteousness. When you continue to believe that we are the righteousness of God, when you continue to declare, come on, somebody, we will not perish but have eternal life. But when we lose hope, because because all these things are attained by faith. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, of the evidence of things not seen. Because when we born again, when we become born again, we 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 did see Jesus Christ physically. So I love what our Lord Jesus Christ says to Thomas. He tells Thomas, Thomas, you don't believe, but those who shall believe me without seeing me they shall be greatly blessed. So you are already blessed to be born again, to believe in a God that you've never seen, to believe in a God you have never uh, have never seen with your physical eyes, but you believe that He's a Lord. Is the Lord of your life you've already been blessed. And you are blessed with spiritual gifts. You are blessed with spiritual gifts. You are blessed with the spiritual gifts that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus our Lord. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So God loves you so very much. And God is saying, Hey, I'm knocking at the door, and I want you to trust me with the process. I know you're feeling weak. I know you are tired, and I know you 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 feel like giving up. I know you you've been praying. About this situation for a long time. But enjoy the process. Because there's something beautiful that I'm doing. I'm turning ashes into beauty. The enemy is trying to use it for his own works. But I'm going to turn it into. I'm going to turn it I'm going to turn it for your own God. Says the Lord. Because I love you. I want to close with this. Listen to this. First Peter chapter 2 verse 24. He himself bear our sins in his body on the tree. Come on. So that we might die to the sins and live for righteousness. By his word, you have been healed. Do you hear that? I'll read it again. He himself bear our sins in his body on the tree. He himself bear our sins in the body on the tree. The Bible says, he who is in the tree. The Bible says, cursed is the one who is in the tree. He was cursed for our own sinful nature. So that we might die to sins. So that we may die to sins. So which means when we die to sins, we are not dying to sin on our own power. He is helping us to die from our sins. So that the life that we live now, we no longer live it for our own self. But we live it in the Son of God. For we have been crucified with him. We have been crucified with him. So that we may die to sins. Listen to this. And live for righteousness. First Peter four, verse twenty-four. Live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Do you know that you have been healed? That God continues to heal you spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally when you avail yourself to his word? By his wounds, we have been healed. So there is healing bread for the children of God. So when we walk through this process of being cleaned into righteousness, the one, the Bible says, the one who has wounded you shall heal you. So the Lord is in the business of healing us. The Lord is in the business of training us into righteousness. The Lord is in the business of teaching us to understand who we are in Christ. I'm here to declare to you that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. I don't, I don't, I don't care what you're struggling from. Continue to declare who you are in Christ. Because the Bible says, Submit unto. The Bible says, Submit unto God and the enemy shall flee away. So this one I want you to understand. That there's the grace of righteousness. There is a grace of of righteousness, write that on your message on the top. There's a grace of righteousness. I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare and decree, Lord, we come against every spiritual wife, we come against every spiritual husband that is tormenting your children in their dreams. We come against by the blood of Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost fire against every altar evil altars that has been speaking ill and wickedness upon your children. We come against every spirit of lust. We come against every spirit of perversion. We come against every sorcerer, every witch, every wizard that has been speaking spells upon your children to be able to manifest the spirit of lust, of perversion. Lord, by the blood of Jesus we cancel Every spiritual forces that has been causing your children to sin. For I declare and decree, Lord, revive their spirit. Lord, revive their spirit. Ignite their spirit. Lord, cause a hunger and a thirst in them. For you said in your way, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be filled. Lord, let them be hungry for righteousness. Lord, cast everything inside of them. Every demonic forces, every spiritual wife, let them leave them now. In the mighty name of Jesus because every spiritual husband, cast. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, let them let the enemy know that they are married to Jesus Christ. Lord, in the name of Jesus, because I declare and decree they will continue to declare that they are the righteousness of God in Christ for no weapon formed against their marriages, their finances, their spiritual life, their relationship shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Whoever is listening to this prayer right now, let the enemy lose them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Set them free, oh God, with your angelic powers, with the power of the Holy Spirit begin to search and burn every altar that has been causing them to work in fornication, to work in idolatry, in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke every sinful nature. For I declare right now, let them be able to confess their sins and know that you have forgiven them and you love them in just name. I just want to um, 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 render this message wherever you are, if you are listening. If you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior right now, wherever you're sitting whether you're listening to the car you're traveling um just believe and understand as i'm as uh, and listen as i'm going to uh, be praying with you it's an invitation for our lord Jesus christ if you want to if you've been born again and you want to have a reconciliation with your, your, your your lord Jesus christ again you are also welcome to pray through this prayer those who are not born again you are listening to this podcast right now i want you to understand something the lord wants you to come to him Lord wants you to receive Jesus Christ as His Lord and Savior. So you're gonna pray after me and say, "Lord Jesus Christ, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died for me on the cross; that you died for me so that I may live a sinful nature. I believe that I'm forgiven and I'm loved by the Father. I've been cleansed of my sins, past sins." present and future tense. I believe that I am born again and the Spirit of the Lord now lives in me. I receive you, Lord Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. Be the ruler of my life. Sit in the throne of my heart from now on in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we clap hands, Thank you for listening to our church podcast. We believe and have faith you are delivered, healed, and transformed into the likeness of God in Christ. For more ways to partner with us, do contact us via our church email, give directly into our PayPal link, or visit our church website. We love you and be blessed.